All right. Welcome back, fantasy footballers of Fat Sunday's Fantasy Football League. We are proud to bring this podcast back to you for the fourth week in a row, backed by, I guess, semi-popular or mediocre demand, if you will. I think last week's uh, episode was a hit, so hopefully we'll continue to try and bring it to you a little bit, uh, continue to give you the best editions of what these potties are. Wow, what a week uh, full of emotions, true roller coaster ride from top to bottom. Uh, we've got a packed show for you here tonight, so we're, we're happy to bring it. We're going to give you everything that we've got. Um, we'll go through our, our intros. We've got another special guest. I'm going to be completely honest. I need to talk to the program director about this special guest. I'm not exactly overly excited about who it is. Uh, I'm going to bring it up in my next contract review. I'm going to be completely honest with you. But we do have a special guest tonight. We will go through the week that was, the week that is to be, give some of our bold predictions. We've got a discount code for you tonight, uh, tomorrow, wherever you're listening. Uh, we'll go through some TMZ updates, dad jokes, and then some closing thoughts. Uh, but to really get this week started, I'm going to turn it over to our one, the only, he was our top point getter of the week last week in week two i'm gonna turn it over to our commish commissioner jimmy take it away sir good evening boys i appreciate you guys tuning in today wherever you may be on your ride to work sitting at home taking a poop or you know just really enjoying your uh thursday knowing that we're gonna have nfl football again i wanted to start here tonight and kind of let you guys hear a dream that I had this past Saturday night. And I'll keep it short to the short version here. So the dream starts off. I'm sitting out by this fire on an outdoor patio. And all of a sudden in the pool behind me, I start to hear these the waves crinkle and, and crash. And, and I look behind me and this guy starts to rise up out of the water. And if you guys can imagine someone who would look like a white Morgan Freeman, but with black hair. And I'm thinking, who is this guy? And he says to me, James, I am the God of fantasy football. And I was like, oh my gosh, could I be so lucky to actually meet the God of fantasy football? Do you understand how important and how cool that is? I am meeting the God of fantasy football. And just to clarify, this is not the Morgan Freeman from the Bruce Almighty yes. movies. Yeah, not the one that – this is a white Morgan Freeman with black hair. So try to image that. So he, rise, he comes to me and he says, James, I've come to you to give you knowledge and to let you meet my four daughters. And I'm like, who is this guy? God of fantasy football coming to me to help me meet his four daughters. And I said, who are your four daughters, sir? And he said, well, they all play a role in the aspect of fantasy life. And I said, wow, well, I would love to meet them. And he said, my oldest daughter is the goddess of opportunity. And she has two children, trade bait and waiver wire. And I was like, wow, is it already week two? God, God of fantasy football that we need to pay attention to already making trades and waiver wire? He said, yes. One of my daughters is also the goddess of injury. And she has been boiling for many weeks now, many years, in fact. And she sh shall roar her ugly face this coming week. And as I sit back, Ross, I'm taking this all in thinking – Either I'm extremely delusional, or is this is this is this true? Should I foresee this? And I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to take it for a second. But yeah, I would love to meet them. So both of these daughters come out. They introduce themselves, and they said, "James, we will protect you this week from injury, and we will protect you and let you have an opportunity." And I said, "I really appreciate that," but they can't guarantee anything else. And I said, "Okay, I really appreciate that, ladies." And so then he said, "My two youngest." my two youngest daughters goddess of luck and the goddess of suck and i was thinking wow those are two very interesting sister twin sisters uh that you have as daughters there uh, god of fantasy football 
And uh, he said that they will show their faces later on. Now, which one you may have come your way is yet to be seen. And then a bell rung, and then I was awake. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I really wish I could fall back into sleep. I wish I could only ask him one question. And a bell rung again. And I fell back into sleep, and there he was. And he goes, James, you had a question. And I said, yes, sir, one question. Can I ask you? who was the greatest fantasy football player you ever made? He said, mm, so many are rolling through my mind right now. LT, Barry Sanders, Randy Moss, Peyton Manning, Calvin Johnson, AP. But he landed on one, and he said he has yet to finish. Aaron Rodgers, number 12. Bell rings again. I wake up fired for my day, and boys, here we are. Week four. Here we go, baby. Let's do this. And I'm ready to bring in this special guest, Ross, after hearing about my my favorite player is the best fantasy football player ever created by the goddess of fantasy football. So with that, let's bring in our special guest. This sponsor is the Travis Scott Burger, brought to you by Cactus Jack. Tell him he sent you. It's lit. It's a great sponsor, and like I said, not real excited to bring in our special guest this week, but I am excited that we have a special guest, and I can't wait to hear what he has to say. I've got some questions. I know you've got some questions, but let's go ahead and bring him in and continue with the week four potty. We're excited to have you here. We're excited to have him here, so let's all just take a minute and reminisce about the week that was and what's to come. I love that dream. I hope you love it as well. <laughs> I can't wait to have some dreams of my own. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I hope the goddesses are doing a little bit different things than fantasy football. I do hope that everyone in this podcast gets to eventually meet the god of fantasy football. And may he prosper upon you what he has brought to me. And without further ado, here's our special guest once again, sponsored by the Trap Scott Burger. Tell him Cactus Jack sent you. It's lit. It's lit. Don't forget the Sprite. <laughs> Don't forget the Sprite. <laughs> What's happening, Andersons? What's up, my man? Mr. Steven Contra himself. Uh, glad, what, what? glad to have you on, my man. I appreciate Terry letting you take away, you know, some time from her tonight and uh, you taking some time away from the ultimate team and Rocket League to really come in and share your thoughts. You know, Ross, um, I know you played uh, Stephen Contra this week, Gronk Stealing Chubby. Um, any words for the man before we get into the interview? Well, uh, you know, Steve, great, great matchup this week. I, uh, I appreciate the, the words of encouragement and the encouraging text messages as the game was going on. Um, the, first, the first question that I have, and it's before the, all the other line of questioning, is uh, how does it feel to beat up on a cripple? Man, I don't like it, but I hope I do it again this upcoming week against uh, Dylan. <laughs> Ooh, calling a guy who's 2-0 this week a cripple. Let's see how that goes for him, Cotton. <laughs> Nigga might have to change his name. That's all I got to say. Oh, I already changed mine from Gronk. I dropped his bitch ass. But. Hey, man. That's awesome. Ross, uh, other questions you got? So, in, in all seriousness, like I said, great matchup. Good preparation uh, coming into the season. But as I've asked everybody, and I really want to know what's behind it, the essence of the team name. Where did you get it? How would you come up with it? Was it your own? How do you get the Gronk is feeling chubby? Well, you know, once you get feeling and chub on the team, it's pretty easy. Uh, it's pretty easy. You always like using the name feeling on something. Actually drafted them both my leagues. Lost in that league by uh, somebody dropped a 200 burger on me. So glad I got the win this week. Uh, we updated the name to Nick's feeling chubby because we dropped Ooh. Gronk tonight. Uh, so we're going to go with Nick Chubb, uh, full out with feeling it. All year long. And I just got real lucky with you this week. Had a good uh, good opponent with the Bengals instead of the Ravens. And looking forward to what the team can produce the rest of the year. 
No, it's uh, look, I, I think everybody should feel instead of feel from now on, to be completely honest. I can't say it right anymore. So that's a perfect, perfect way to put your team, put your team name in there. So week to week, how do you prepare your guys for battle? I know you just dropped Gronk. That couldn't have been an easy conversation with him. He's a big man. He's a wrestler. He wears maternity pants. Seems to be a theme going on here. But when you're standing in the face of a big Gronkowski and you have to let him go, how are you able to let him go and then continue to push your guys forward in team chemistry week to week? You know, it's next man up. You know, Bill Belichick attitude in this uh, this household here. We uh, we fight for that second to last spot every year. Uh, just hopefully we get enough points against the opponents to not wear that dress. That brings up my next question here, uh, Steve, is what do you think this season bring – what do you think you're going to do this season to help not fight for that last spot? You seem to have clawed, and you catch that motivation right at the end of the year to not – take that dismal last place spot how are you going to take this and use it all year long do you feel like this is your year you know I'm really letting you call your shot here do you think this is it do you think it's playoff and do you think that planning a wedding is you know hindering you in any way you know really let me get into your head here yeah so first of all if you download the McDonald's app you get a six (laughs) dollar Travis Scott McDonald's meal tell them Cactus Jets sent you uh, second of all, the wedding's after the season, so I'm not worried about that. We wake up every day and we check the roster. I guarantee this year I'm waking up before anybody and I'm checking rosters, seeing who dropped who. Uh, we, we made some adjustments with what's going on in the main head up here. We're, uh, we're in it to win it this year. We're taking the mentality. Got a lot of pep talk from you last week, James. Appreciate it. Using that ultimate team mentality uh, for the fantasy this year. Yeah, the Contras as of right now are uh, 2-0 and versus the Andersons, so not really looking forward to that. Really fueled the fire between us here, so we're going to be sure to really try to crank up our game. And uh, my, my last question for you, I don't, Ross, I don't know if you have, but my last question for you is, how does it feel to be the youngest Contra growing up in a household of two older Contras who tend to have very strong opinions of uh, how life goes in general? Well, I would just like to say I've never been nominated for Worst Contra of the Year, so doing all right over here. That's all I got to say about that. That is definitely an award you do not want to win. Just staying on the straight and narrow, you know. Uh, Was lucky last week against you, Ross. Uh, Look forward to playing you again. Sorry about the injury with Barkley. Uh, Dylan, I'm going to take advantage of your injury, though. Mm, That is – you know, that's that's beautiful. Next year, can we do something about it? Come on. Sorry, what was that again, Steve? We had a little static. Uh, uh, um, PPR. PPR, ooh. I'm starting the rumbles in the Starting the rumbles in the All right, band. so we hear some rumbles in there. We've had a vote here in the past here in the Fat Sunday's Fantasy Football League. And let me tell you, we run this by dem- democracy. It's not a dictatorship. You know, we do try to make this league interesting. We'll throw a vote at the end of the year. We'll make that note of it right there for you, Steve. You are a member. You have put out the suggestion, and we'll be sure to put a vote on that. Steve, really appreciate your time tonight. Ross, unless you have anything else, we'll let him get back to his uh, beautiful girlfriend and his uh, time with Dante. Oh, apologize, fiance. <laughs> yeah. Let him get back to uh, Rocket Leaguing it up and doing a little bit of Ultimate Team before he has to uh, go to bed and start his next day of work here. Thank you. All right, guys. Yeah, appreciate it. Take it easy. (laughs) Suck it, everybody. (laughs) Words of wisdom from a very, very smart man. Suck it, everybody. (laughs) All right. You know, I I love that he's staying on the straight and narrow, keeping himself out of that last place. Going to be completely honest with you, uh, I'm going to talk to the program director, like I said at the beginning. It's really hard to have to face and then have to talk to the guy – that uh, that put you in there. It's kind of like talking to the bully that gave you a wedgie and then stole your lunch money. But we are professionals. I've got a show to run. I'm going to continue to try and keep it. But the program director should know that that interview was done in protest. But I do appreciate his apologies for beating up on a crippled kid. 
I understand that. And, uh, you know, Ross, I know that was hard for you. And with that being said, is next on our agenda, diving into matchups of the week, because if so, we'll go ahead and just roll over your uh, matchup with uh, Steve real fast. I know he already mentioned a few things about it, but is that where we are on our schedule? Absolutely. I, uh, I'm, I'm ready to ready to hop in and relive mm-hmm. the past, um, go through a little Stockholm syndrome, and then we can we can move forward. Gotcha. All right. Well, I'm going to dive into your matchup with uh, Steve here first, since that's fresh in the mind. Um, obviously, the goddess of injury, uh, you know, she protected me a little bit. She did not seem to have any mercy on you this week. And uh, just real quick. Great OBJ'd right on my chest. <laughs> really can't uh, do too much when you have uh, your top running back and your second running back go down with injury. And, uh, you know, if there's anything going for you, you do have Patrick Mahomes, and hopefully he'll be able to pull you out. But, you know, Steve in general had a really good week. Um, Stefan Diggs and Nick Chubb, those guys are really looking good. And, and, you know, I actually spoke – I'm not going to toot my horn or anything. You know, I I was wrong on this, and I'm a man. I can admit it wrong. was a little skeptical of uh, Jonathan Taylor. And uh, he seemed to perform pretty well, pretty well too for Steve. And if Steve's able to keep that three-headed monster, and if Austin Eckler is able to keep his uh, production up, you know, you can't really get past that when all those guys are performing. And uh, you kind of ran into a wall this that, especially Chubb on Thursday. But um, that was that was my matchup preview. A lot of misfortune there from the goddess of injury. Yeah, no, I uh, I completely agree. This one was not close. Uh, I did call it. I did not have a great feeling about this matchup. Steve did a really good job of preparing his team this year. Uh, great draft. He's got a really deep team. Um, you know, like you said, Chubb going off on Thursday uh, was 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 a really really tough to overcome. You know, Mixon didn't really do a whole lot to help me out in that matchup or to keep it close. Um, you know, Eckler was uh, had a solid week. Diggs finally had that game. Uh, you knew that it was going to come at some point. Stephen Diggs is the number one receiver. He's going to do big things, and he's going to have a week-to-week. Uh, he just happened to have that week uh, this week as well. Um, you know, injury, you really can't get past it. You know, Mostert had started out with a good game, unlike McCaffrey's game where the injury was at the end. Mostert was right there at the end of the first quarter. So was Barkley's. So didn't really get a whole lot of time. The Giants really hadn't put up a whole lot of uh, – put up a whole lot of, of, you know, blocking and, and things for Saquon there to, to start it. Um, this wasn't close. Mahomes continued to do Mahomes things, which is great, um, but really needed a little bit more firepower. Uh, so Steve continues to, to stay hot there. Uh, he's got a good team, good team moving forward. It's a team that um, where in years past, I would be happy to face them. I'm not happy to face his team uh, this year. So, Hopefully, uh, my guys continue to, to push forward and we'll hopefully make some waves in this league. But um, this was a good, uh, a good matchup and a good, good showing by Steve and a not, a great, not so great showing for the short bus. But I did, I did call this matchup. So that was a, a win for, for me this week and a loss for you. <laughs> um, just kind of you know, recapping, uh, both of us were three and two last week. Uh, so going into this week, we were tied in our picks at three and two through week one. So as of right now to start week two, I am one and O and you are O and one. That's probably all I'll be winning this year. So I'm going to continue (laughs) to keep tabs on that. That sounds good. All right. Um, For the next uh, matchup, we'll get, we'll dive into mine real fast uh, between uh, jelly beans and uh, G I B K C I D. Uh, I was actually on the, on the mic with Matt during this game. And, you know, I normally don't have a lot of sympathy when you beat someone in fantasy football, but to hear the butterflies in both of our voices as we watch this game together right here, coming down to the wire on a Monday night between the Raiders and the saints. I have been in that spot many a times for, with Matt Pennington and, uh, where who's who's going to beat who at the wire? I thought with Jared Cook's last catch, he actually beat me. But uh, even though GIBKCID lost this week and is 0-2, there are a lot of promising things here. Um, keep the head up. Those are a lot of points scored over the last two weeks, and uh, you got a lot of things looking forward here. Um, as for the matchup itself, Aaron Rodgers still looking good, still could have put up more points. Um, But when you have Aaron Jones in the backfield performing like this, this might be a deadly duo this year. 
I'm hoping that it stays that way. Um, my surprising pickup right now, Jonu Smith, might actually be my outlier this year. As long as A.J. Brown is out, I have a feeling this guy's going to be catching the rock a lot. Um, as for my team, Alvin Kamara and Dak Prescott are looking to put up big numbers this year. You know, and that Mike McCarthy offense. Um, he doesn't seem to have a very good defense, so that that team's going to need to put up some yards. Um, still a scary team here from Matt. Uh, really kind of survived this week. I see this this guy uh, putting up a lot of points every week, and it's going to be a challenge for most people to try and uh, pick up a W against him. Well, I mean, you're jumping right into it. This was my matchup of the week at this point. I mean, Matt, hold your head high, man. Uh, 0-2, it's, it's tough, but you face the top scorers in both weeks. Uh, like you said, a lot of promising things. Not going to be uh, – not going to lie to you. Dak Prescott is a huge dick. Um, he beat me in my other league. He put up another 40 points. I'm just kidding. He is, again, sounds like a very nice guy. Does a lot of charitable work. Uh, just not happy about it in my other league. So I, uh, I lost in, in two of my leagues uh, this, this week. Uh, one of them was because of Dak Prescott. But you hit the nail on the head here. Prescott and Kamara both. Uh, very, very good. Kamara did great things, uh, just not as big as uh, Aaron Jones did. And Joe knew. Who knew? Apparently, James knew. Um, <laughs> at this yeah, at this juncture, great game out of him. Um, but like you said, Matt, hold your head high. Uh, you got double digits out of your your defense uh, and your your kicker, um, James. That was you know something that kind of set you over the edge this week. Um, you know, the, the overall matchup, though, there, there are going to be some, some big things coming from Matt's team. Uh, Melvin Gordon looks to be cemented now in that number one back role with Philip Lindsay being out a couple weeks and Royce Freeman being Royce Freeman, not doing pretty much anything. Um, he's going to get a lot of run. Kamara and, uh, and Prescott are obviously hard to beat, but uh, Tyreek Hill is going to continue to, to run. Uh, Mike Evans is going to continue to be his number one self and Cooper Cup um, doing Cooper Cup things. So, I, uh, I I'm a little nervous to play to play Matt's team. Being 0 and 2, he he's got uh, no reason to have any shame at this point. It's really hard to to be 0 and 2, but knowing that you've played both the the top performers, yeah, there's a lot of big things coming out of Matt's team. Yep, I agree with that. Um, so we'll go ahead and dive into the next matchup here, and that is uh, between Philip Oliver Holes and uh, DraftJoshIsland.com. So it looks like Parker here really did get back to the drawing board and come up with a strategy on how, and he must have talked to Philip or something because he really came up with a pretty good strategy on how to fill up all of the holes of um, of uh, old George Walton here. Um, had a really good matchup this week. Kyler Murray's looking to be um, looks like a problem uh, moving forward. They are letting him run the ball, throw the ball, and. Um, really kind of take over this offense to like almost its full potential. And that looks to be a little scary here. Um, James Conner looked to get back to form. If he stays that way, Philip Oliver holes has really got his uh, strategy back together and he's going to be coming at us with, with uh, all different kinds of directions here with, with his tactics and um, Darren Waller looking to really try to push for that number one tight end uh, position ranking. And, um, the Parker's team, you know, good job, my man. For Jordan's team, let me tell you what. He is on this campaign for Josh Allen, and I'll be the number one person right here to tell you. I was wrong. I was wrong. If Josh Allen performs like this, though it was Miami, I might need to pump my brakes, it was Miami, but if Josh Allen keeps doing this, I'm going to have to be the first person to tell everyone, I was wrong, Jordan, I am sorry. I owe you a beer, my man. Because if this guy keeps performing that way, my goodness, that is uh, that's scary. Yeah, no, it was a, a good matchup uh, here. Uh, like I said, or like you said, Parker uh, shows you know shows back up, shows the the, the good old uh, flying Dutchman um, that uh, that Mister Holes is. Good quarterback matchup. I mean, Kyler Murray playing against Washington really kind of hard not to have a good game there. I'm pretty sure I could show up against Washington and have a decent game. Um, Josh Allen, uh, again, it is Miami, but you still put up 40 points. So you're right in saying that, um, you know, Josh Allen is continuing his hot streak. Uh, one of the big things that kind of set Parker 
apart this week was all of his receivers actually scored in double digits, which is huge. Uh, kind of hard uh, for not only your receivers in our league, since as Steve so poignantly put it, it's not a PPR um, to not only hit their projections, but then surpass it by you know, five, 10, uh, 15, you know, point, you know, double digit points almost. Um, and then uh, Darren Waller is also a dick because he was the one that caught the winning touchdown that beat me in the other league uh, last week. So uh, I did not sleep well uh, Monday night, um, but he had a great game. They moved him all over the formation. It was actually uh, good to see uh, Waller getting involved there, an ACC guy. I like him. Um, Derek Carr actually showed flashes of being a competent quarterback at points. And uh, so a good showing by, by Parker's team here. And for Mr. DraftJoshAllen.com, Jay Wall, uh, he's still got a really good team. Um, you know, tough matchup, tough week. But, uh, again, Josh Allen could, continues to perform like that. You're, you're going to win some games. Yep. Uh, good, good matchup, guys. Close one. Um, we'll go ahead and dive into the next one here. To another hot streak, uh, ChristianMingled.com. Um, <laughs> played does obj get shit on in the woods and uh i'll tell you the what, answer to that is yes <laughs> and uh i'll tell you what uh dylan continues his hot streak here and um let's uh ryan contra know that you know he may have felt like he drafted a good team but he said i'm gonna overcome that right now and show you what i got um russell wilson holy moly trying to put his uh tour for back up starting it off early Really looks good. Um, the loss of Christian McCaffrey is going to be very interesting and an obstacle that Christian Mingle here is going to have to overcome. I really don't know um, how this is going to affect his team um, other than a little bit of devastation, a little bit of anxiety. Really going to have to put your GM cap on here because I really don't see anyone filling the shoes of Christian McCaffrey on this team. But Way to pull out the win, starting off hot, 2-0, and Dylan. Um, interested to see how this GM process goes on with you going forward. Um, for Ryan, you know, this was just another quarterback that really performed really well this week. Um, they were up big, still threw the ball. Dalvin Cook, Miles Sanders um, had another big injury here. The goddess of injury really loved to strike, strike this matchup. Um, with Cortland Sutton going out for the year. But if there's one thing that um, Ryan has that he can plug in is Chris Godwin for Cortland Sutton here. So he has still has a lot of upside moving on from 0-2. I see this team uh, bouncing back a little bit, but that's uh, that's my review on them this week. Ross, what you got? So for, for Dylan, he broke the curse of coming onto the podcast, apparently. Uh, there was no curse to begin with, but I want to say that he broke it. Uh, another game scoring in the 140s, which is uh, huge. Um, again, Russ had an incredible game, throws the interception to start the game, and then was pretty much lights out from there. Uh, continuing to, to stack his, uh, his Seattle-ness, um, I guess. Uh, he's, you know, he's got some good, good play out of Russ, Carson, and then Tyler Lockett all scoring in double-digit points. Uh, Russ obviously going for 40. Carson getting 16 and then Lockett another another 12 points and it was against a pretty decent uh, stout New England defense so that's good to see out of them and uh, really going to need those three to continue to perform especially with the injury to to McCaffrey Um, you know big days for Matt Ryan Cook and Sanders coming back Uh, the Rams have a decent defense and it was good to see Miles Sanders finding the end zone there for for Ryan's team like you said Cortland Sutton got hurt I've got him in my other league as well so I feel your pain um, losing the receiver, but the nice thing is, like you said, Godwin will be coming back, um, and he'll be a, a really good plug-and-play there uh, for the team itself. And then uh, a huge day out of Young Hoku with 17 points. <laughs> Who knew? Um, apparently Ryan knew. So those are my two Joe knew and Koo who knew scenarios. So That's all I had for, for this week. So, again, another great matchup. Uh, both of them putting up over 130 points, which is is huge in our in our league here. So somebody's got to win, somebody's got to lose. Uh, Dylan again going two and zero. Not a team that I want to face. And uh, Ryan's team uh, again two two tough weeks against two tough opponents. 
But uh, like I said at the the end of last week, uh, keep your head up. You still got you still got a lot of lot of promise here on this team with a lot of depth. Saw a funny meme this week uh, from Barstool, I believe it was, uh, saying, uh, "My old lady sucks and uh, my young hoku." So um, that was uh, I thought I thought that was pretty funny and uh, uh, witty there. So moving on to the next matchup. The guy who tends to break my heart quite often, uh, munching on rugs, and uh, a question dominate the Contras. The team name did not work out this week, but I'm sure that he will be back. It looks like the goddess of suck really uh, struck hard here on uh, a question dominate the Contras. Um, didn't have anyone perform over uh, 20 points this week. Not a good showing. Um, we'll see if we can get to the drawing board here. And get these top top guys for this team uh, back on schedule um, to perform a little bit better next week. Hard when you run into a wall of uh, Daniel Contra munching on rugs with Calvin really still staying hot. Um, with uh, Julio Jones taking a little bit of an injury there with a the hamstring, I still think Calvin Ridley's sky's the limit for him this this year. With Zeke performing well, Lamar Jackson having a subpar day but still putting up almost twenty points. You know, if that's a bad day for him, you're munching on rugs is going to be hard to beat. No, I agree. Uh, he's got a great team there. Lamar Jackson, Zeke Elliott, uh, both having. Uh, good days, but uh, I think that the difference maker, obviously, in this one is not only did all three wide receivers put up over uh, double-digit points, but so did, his, so did his tight end and his defense, um, plus uh, Kaimi Fairbain, Fair, however you say his last name, that guy uh, also had 12 points as well. Um, tough matchup for, for, for Cullen. Uh, he's got a good team here still, uh, Breeze. Always going to be a solid fantasy performer. Derrick Henry and Kenyon Drake, um, also very good. Amari Cooper and uh, DJ Moore, Keenan Allen, also there. Um, Keenan Allen almost putting up double-digit points as well. But, um, you know, not getting up over 100 points. I appreciate the uh, the thought, Cullen. It keeps me from having the lowest score of the week. So uh, somebody's got to take it, and I appreciate you doing that again for me this week because um, I really didn't want to be in the basement. Knowing that I've lost – pretty much half my team and then having to be low man on the totem pole is probably not something that I could have taken. So I appreciate that um, looking out for, for me uh, this week. So um, again, still a lot of depth on, on Colin's team. Uh, he'll be able to bounce back, yeah. but um, it's going to be a really, really tough go of it, especially with Lamar and Zeke there uh, on Daniel's team. As a uh, former league champion, I do expect an excellent GMing from uh, Cohen and uh, really getting a fire lit under him uh, to, to bounce back and perform a little bit better in uh, weeks to come. So look forward to seeing what uh, his GM work has to bring here. Um, Ross, Great. do we have a sponsor for the last segment of the uh, matchup previews? So for the week that was um... – you know the sponsor that we're gonna we're gonna go with for the for the week that was is uh, whew, I don't know. There's got to be something with injuries, so we'll go icy hot. Icy hot. Icy. Put it on all your shit <laughs> that hurts. Put it on all your shit that hurts. Yes. Yes, I agree. All right, Ross. What's next up on the uh, the agenda here? Well, before we get into the, the week that is to be here in week three in the NFL season and our matchups that we've got, uh, just make sure that we go through and review. Uh, with mine and Steve's matchup, I got a win. You got a loss. With Parker and Jay Wall's matchup, I jumped, uh, jumped the gun and I continue to have Jay Wall winning. You were very confident in our reigning champ. Um, I got the loss. You got a win. Uh, with Dylan and Ryan's matchup, we both predicted correctly there taking Dylan yours and Matt's matchup. We both took your squad. I, uh, yeah, so we both took your squad. We, we both got a win there. And then with Dan and Cullen's matchup, uh, we both got a win there. So this week we were four and one as well. So our records stand at seven and three overall on the year. So we are still tied when it comes to that. I may have even though we had some discrepancies. I think I did take Cullen's team. That was my matchup of the week. So you are actually a game ahead of me, my man. Uh, ah! But that is that is okay. All right, let's um 
Let's uh, what's what's our what's our next segment here? Is it previews? Yes. So we are going to go into the week that is to be here in week three. All right. Um, so let's go into my matchup. I have a uh, crucial matchup matchup between Philip Oliver Holes, really looking to um, really fend off any any strategy he has coming at me this week. That's really all I got. I'm gonna try to. Uh, Really get up, get up uh, in some karate classes today, and really chop down anything he has at me, and really shut it down. All right. Well, I uh, I like I, I like it. I like your strategy going in there. Um, I think this is going to be uh, another uh, close uh, close matchup. Um, Right now, at this point, I mean, both quarter B, both QBs have good matchups. Obviously, uh, Aaron Rodgers versus New Orleans and Murray versus Detroit. Both of them can have big days. Uh, we just saw New Orleans get uh, lit up by, by, by Derek Carr. So I think Rodgers is a step up from Carr. So I think that will be pretty good. And Detroit has allowed a decent amount of air yardage. So I think Kyler Murray continues to eat. Um, I think uh, Mr. Che Clyde Edwards Hilaire might have a decent uh, might have a, a decent go of it. Uh, it's going to be a rough day for him against Baltimore. They're not allowing too many yards on the ground. Um, you know, wide receivers for Parker. I think will have a good day with OBJ in Washington, Scary Terry in Cleveland, and uh, San Francisco um, has a pretty good opponent in the in the Giants. Um, so their defense is going to have a pretty decent day um, since they've lost Saquon. Um, but in all honesty, I think your team probably has the edge, uh, just given matchups alone. Um, so I've got you winning this week again, continuing your streak, uh, 140 to 132. I appreciate that. You know, I heard a couple of rumors OBJ was going to try and sneak in the locker room, leave a little present here for my team. And, uh, my guys are ready for it. You know, we got Metcalf ready to, to fend off OBJ with whatever he's got coming out. They call him Scary Terry. We're ready to freaking take that guy and throw him out to the woodshed and take care of him. Russell Gage, I don't even know who that guy is, to be honest with you. We're going to go ahead and bury that dude, too. Darren Waller, sure, dude. You put up a big week last week. We're going to bury you in the sand this week. Kyler Murray, you got legs, my man. Hope you don't get hit because the injury bug's out there, bro. So that's uh that's our matchup. Um, moving into uh, Christian Mingle versus uh, Nick Thielen Chubby. Um, projections here got Steve uh, winning in a uh, big uh, big landslide here because it looks like Christian McCaffrey is out. Um, so I'm picking Steve this week. You know, Chubb looks good. Sean Watson's going to get his act together. Um, unless Russ, we get another incredible performance by Russell Wilson and uh, Chris Carson, I don't see uh, ChristianMingle.com coming out of this one. Um, my pick's going, uh, Steve. Yeah, so I, I, I agree. This is going to be a tough matchup to kind of determine. There's a lot of bad matchups in the NFL this week. Uh, if you're doing pickums or suicide pools, I think it's really tough to kind of to go through. And this, really based on uh, the rosters and who they have, uh, continues to – really make it hard to judge. Um, you got Russell Wilson versus Deshaun Watson in the quarterback matchup here. I'm going to give the edge to Russell Wilson just because um, I don't like Dallas and I want to see anybody decimate them. But uh, I give the edge to Russ because Matt Ryan had a pretty decent day last week and Russ seems to be on fire. So I'm going to give the, the, the nod there. I think Chubb has another big day. Washington is poo-poo, uh, straight dumpster fire. So I think Chubb uh, continues to eat. Uh, Hilton's got a good matchup versus the Jets, uh, but so does uh, so does Taylor. So those two, I think, continue to stay hot. Uh, Dylan's got some tough matchups on his. Um, that Seattle trio against the the Dallas defense. Um, I think Russ has a big day, but I think it's going to be a tough goal of it for both Carson and Lockett, just depending upon uh, who's going to be shadowing him at that point. Um, like I said. Tough to predict, but I also have Steve winning this matchup, but it's going to be a fairly close one, 131 
to 128. Yeah, really here, Steve uh, got in the locker room this week and uh, let his office players know of the team change and what they're going to be uh, having on their jerseys this week. You know, and uh, Nick Chubb and Adam Thielen really responded well to this, uh, being the captains of this team. And uh, they really took the guys out to dinner, got them some steaks, and uh, said, you know, get on the back of our coattails and we'll ride you into next week here. So uh, let's see how that works out for them. Um, next matchup here, got uh, eight question dominate the Contras. Uh, Cullen going up uh, against another Contra and uh, Ryan here. And um, I tell you what, it's hard to uh, predict what, what we got going on here, but I actually feel like uh, Cullen, a previous champion, is going to get his act together from last week and uh, come out with the win. Um, I think Derrick Henry is going to have a uh, heck of a day against that Minnesota defense that tend to, tend, has tend to not show up through these uh, first two weeks here. And um, – I think he's going to have a heyday. Um, if for some reason this Green Bay and New Orleans game ends up in a shootout, always good to have Drew Brees. Um, not sure how uh, how Ryan's team's going to come out here. Um, the wide receivers seem to have a tough matchup with uh, Buffalo and uh, Carolina. Um, if those running backs perform uh, in Cook and Sanders. You know, that's that's where I see the only threat to uh, Cullen's win this week would be. But uh, picking old uh, dominate the Contras to, to succeed over um, one of his foes this week. Yeah, I think that's a good analysis. Uh, again, like you, like you put it, uh, Cullen is uh, – oh, Contras got him 0-1 or 1-0 right now. He's 0-1. Uh, so the Contras are got that win over their dominator. Um, I do think Breeze has a big day against that Green Bay secondary. Sorry, James. Um, you know, I, I think Chicago's got a pretty decent team there. I think Matt Ryan is probably going to have a, a little bit of a, a struggle, but Matt Ryan will find his way. But I do give the edge to Breeze in this matchup. Um, Cook and Sanders, uh, I think, have some pretty decent mat- matchups there. Tennessee has a decent defense. Uh, it all depends on if Javian Clowney shows up or not. I think Cook continues to stay hot running the football. Miles Sanders has a pretty good matchup in Cincinnati there. I mean, you saw what uh, what what Chubb and um, Hunt did to that defense, and I think Miles Sanders, if he can build on his touchdown last week, he'll have a pretty good pretty good day. Um, so, in, in going through it, you know, I give the wide receiver matchup to to, to Cullen. Um, I, I've got him winning this week again, getting that, uh, getting that, getting that first win uh, against the Contras. So the Dominator comes back. I've got him winning one twenty-eight to one eighteen. No, all right. Uh, moving into this is my matchup of the week. Um, it's projected close, and um, th- I believe uh, this is going to be a higher scoring than what is projected. I think there are too many premier fantasy football players here in this matchup not to get above i see both players getting around 140 this week um both teams knock on wood uh had immunity against the goddess of injury uh this coming week and um i did knock on wood for you guys there so you don't have to worry about uh any pre-existing stuff coming up for you but i see uh i see gi B KCID pulling it out for the first win this week in my matchup of the week. And um, that's what I got. Daniel, get an iPhone. Uh, I also have, this is my game of the week. Um, Prescott and Kamara, I think are going to have a big day, but Jackson and Elliott are also going to have a big day. I mean, this again is a tough one to predict, but I think the potential difference maker and this one is going to be Travis Kelsey versus that Baltimore defense. If Baltimore is able to kind of shut him down a little bit, um, it it could be it could be a potential difference maker. But if they can't slow Travis Kelsey down, um, I think he he's going to make or break uh, the matchup this week. Uh, depending, uh, same goes for for uh, Tyreek Hill there on on that side again. If Baltimore can shut him down, um, you know I think it really just ends up being who who breaks through because you know the Chiefs are going to score uh just depends on who's getting who's getting the ball in the end zone um you know I uh I think the that Las Vegas secondary um is very porous 
So you have somebody like Edelman who had a decent amount of yards. I think it was 170 yards receiving last week. Uh, could also have a big day as well. But Cooper Cup against Buffalo, if he gets underneath, he could pretty much mimic the exact same points. But uh, after two tough losses, I think Matt's team uh, writes the ship and gets the first win this week. I actually have the exact same in the 140s uh, that you had, but I've got Matt winning this one 147 to 142. Nice. Um, now, see, I did hear um, Ezekiel Elliott with that uh, stomach tattoo he got, Feed Me. They also attached a little pouch right below that tattoo so he can actually put in little snacks, little Skittles, crackers here and there. So if he actually does get hungry, he does have a pouch where he is storing goodies to uh, actually feed himself. So uh, that was an interesting fact I heard here. Um Actually, an extension of his belly button. He wanted it to look something similar to a kangaroo. Yes. He wanted to put a uh, little little kangaroo in there, but they said snacks were smarter on the football field. Just wanted to let you guys know an uh, interesting fact about Ezekiel Elliott there. Um, moving on, um, I believe, uh, where, where are we at? Are we all on your matchup now? You know, I we can go to my matchup. Okay, I think this is the last matchup uh, of the week. We got uh, Squad Short Bus um, versus uh, DraftJoshAllen.com. Um, in this matchup, you know, you got two uh, two quarterbacks here that um, one who's who is rising to stardom, to one that is already there and trying to maintain everything he has already achieved in a Super Bowl and uh, fantasy greatness. Um, I think the matchup is as clear-cut as it gets. What is Patrick Mahomes going to do for you, Ross, and what does Josh Allen do to stay hot for Jordan? I think this matchup is as simple as that. Which quarterback performs better? I think if Devontae Adams is out on the field, that helps Jordan with Aaron Rodgers, um, but I still think Juju Smith-Schuster and uh, DJ Chark, if they're out on the field, have great chemistry with their quarterbacks as well. And um, we'll see where that matchup lies. I truly think it's in between Mahomes and Allen. Which one performs better? That's the one that gets the win. And I am going to go with the guy who's been doing it for longer. I'm going to pick Patrick Mahomes this week. Yeah, I think my team continues to spiral out of control drastically. Uh, people continue to drop. Jalen Rieger's going on the IR as we speak today. Uh, Mostert's there. Lindsey's there. Uh, everybody knows what happened to, to, to Saquon Barkley. So um, big quarterback matchup, like you said, if Allen continues to, to push through. I like his matchup a little bit better against the Rams than I like Mahomes against the Ravens. Um, don't really have any backs, no firepower there. Juju Smith-Schuster and DJ Chark are both questionable at this point. Um, John Brown, I, I think, hopefully has a good day. I'm going to have to keep him in the lineup, especially with Josh Allen. So hopefully if Allen gets six, Brown gets six, and I can try and combat it that way. Um, Andrews has a, a pretty decent matchup, I think, in the Kansas City secondary. Um, hit the waiver wire a little bit, but uh, I really believe that this matchup is going to end up going to, to Jordan. I've got him winning 135 to 110. If I get past 100 points this week, I think it'll be a blessing in disguise. But, um, you know, what are you going to do? You win some, you lose some, and then sometimes um, fantasy gods, like I said, just OBJ you. And that's essentially what it was. I have now become the shower in what happened to the girl in Hall Pass. So that is essentially me. If you haven't seen it, I would, uh, I would advise – you go take a look because I am the shower. She can't throw up. She never could throw up. <laughs> All right. Uh, that sounds good. So uh, this was the previews and uh, for week three. And uh, Ross, if I, do you have a sponsor for the, for the previews this week? Heading into week three, uh, we, we really promote optimism. And that's what we, we want to continue to go through with the potty here. Um, however, week three is going to be brought to you by the waiver wire, the waiver wire. There were a lot of injuries this week and the waiver wire was used more than a toilet after somebody hit the Taco Bell buffet. If that was too graphic for you, the waiver wire was hit 
more than a tissue box by a 13-year-old who's figuring himself out for the first time. Also, too graphic for you, uh, the waiver wire was used more than Netflix during the quarantine. And with that being said, Ross, I'd also like to bring up my dream that I had that the goddess of opportunity has two children here. And the waiver wire, you know, it's, it's, it's so kind that her child would sponsor this week. But I want to bring up the actual trade bait. So I have a trade block or a, a little segment here if our guests that want to come on. I want to let everyone know that I personally have someone on the trade block that people might be interested in. George Kittle. If anyone is interested in George Kittle from the trade block this week, he is up there. He is taking offers. He's heard. I've heard his voice. He's disgruntled. He's not getting enough looks from me. And he's a little upset about John New Smith coming in. So George Kittle on the block, ready to take calls. The office door is always open. Um, wheeling and dealing at any time, we're able to do that. Ross, any uh, guys on your trade block? All of them. Wait, you heard it here. Ross's whole team is on the trade block. Sounds like that includes Mahomes and Mixon. You guys are more than welcome to uh, look into that if you guys um, have some time in your day to 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 want to look into that. Um, to be completely honest, after this last week, we're all sitting on the short bus with our helmets on, and I'm not talking about football helmets. So uh, there you go. There you have it. <laughs> well, um, I had uh, my bold predictions last week had Aaron Rodgers throwing uh, – Six touchdowns. He did not do that. Very upset and disappointed, but glad he got out with the win. Um, my other bowl prediction was Cam Newton was throwing four interceptions. They both uh, really uh, didn't get to my bowl predictions. But here is my bold prediction this week. Um, I feel like Aaron Jones is going to have eight touchdowns, and I think that Marquise Brown – receives for over 250 yards and I think Hayden Hurst is actually the top tight end performer this week and those are my bold predictions moving into uh, week four yeah for my bold predictions uh, I think Philadelphia gets their first win against uh, Cincinnati I think that I, Miles Sanders is going to at least score two touchdowns, maybe one receiving, maybe one rushing, but there's going to be two touchdowns out of Miles Sanders. I think he has a really big game this week. Um, I'm hoping it's maybe more of a hope than a prediction. I think Josh Allen comes back down to earth. I could be very wrong there. Um, even a, a mediocre Carson Wentz scored a, a, you know, got into the end zone against the Rams, but I think Josh Allen comes back down uh, a little bit, uh, passes for under 250 yards uh, this week. And then uh, another big one that I've got, I've got Kareem Hunt uh, having more total yardage than Nick Chubb this week uh, against the Washington defense. And that brings us uh, into our next segment here, which is a 20% off code, uh, Ross's 20% off code. And uh, this code is uh, for uh, any doctor's visits for broken hearts. You can get a 20% discount off that copay here. Uh, Ross, what is that uh, code that you have for any doctor's visits for broken hearts after uh, week two there? Dick Head. Can you, can you spell that for the, uh, for the fans listening? D-I-C-K hyphen H E. A-D-D-K. There you guys go. You have it. Make sure you have that hyphen in there for your 20% off code. Um, for uh, for the next thing on my agenda, Ross, unless you got something, if you wouldn't mind closing us out with uh, a couple dad jokes for this week. Well, I, I just wanted to say uh, a couple of things uh, real quick. Um, for our updates, we did lose Mr. Joe Laranitis, if, if everybody yeah. – remembers you know he was a profound member of the road warriors you guys might be a little young for that but i remember mr laranitis coming down him and uh his his tag team championships great athlete produced a wonderful uh son who was able to go to ohio state and then also play in the nfl and james laranitis so we we lost mr laranitis today um really sad to see that same with gail sayers uh, another one that 2020 has taken too soon and also we lost 
Mr. Tommy DeVito, original member of the Jersey Boys. And if you've never heard the Jersey Boys, I highly encourage you to head to YouTube or any of your social media platforms and listen to their voices. They were innovators in the time that they actually came out and sang soprano. So three of our TMZ updates, really sad to hear. Um, it's a sad one today. So get your tissues uh, like the 13-year-old. Uh, did you already mention Gail Sayers? I, I, I believe, yes, uh, I, I did, okay. did talk about Mr. Sayers. Um, Ross, I, you know, actually, we just noticed we did not have very much uh, music in here. If you wouldn't mind rattling off some noises here for Jordan, just so we can, uh, you know, tickle his fancy here and the sound effects. Uh, just, just roll through whatever you got there, any noises or anything. So this is uh, just a, a compilation of really how I feel uh, this week and how I felt about week two in general. Well, Jordan, I really hope you enjoyed your your, your songs there and out of the fart sound effects. And, uh, and uh, guys, I know that this was a rough week for a lot of fancy teams here. Um, keep your heads up. Um, hopefully, Ross can brighten our spirits with some tad jokes here moving into week two. Um, really looking forward to seeing uh, everyone putting on their GM caps and really buckling their bootstraps up here and, and uh, moving forward every week. Uh, Ross, any dad jokes? So do have some dad jokes. I'll give you two uh, this week so you can try and use those um, however you feel the need. So the first one is why did the math book look so sad? Why did the math book look so sad? It must have looked much like me when anytime I look at numbers, they, uh, they seem to move and jiggle and you just don't seem to understand them. Very close. It's because of all its problems. <laughs> I get that wholeheartedly. That one very uh, touches near and dear to my soul this week. So the math book looks so sad because of all its problems. <laughs> Appreciate it. So, I uh, got, 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 got one more, right? You okay. may have heard this one. Um, how many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? Six. How many tickles does it take to make an octopus laugh? Six. We, the, the answer was six. It is ten tickles. Ten tickles. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good to know that. Appreciate it. So if anybody needs a laugh, ten tickles will do me just fine. And before we close up here, I've just got some closing thoughts. I know we always try to leave you with something. I know we had the dad jokes there. But just a closing thought for this week, be very mindful of the phrases that you use because you never know who around might honestly have a little bit more experience in that area. I was sitting last weekend with a group of friends as we were social distancing, watching the games. And somebody looked up from their plate of food and said the words, this tastes like asshole. This tastes like asshole. And I didn't really notice it until that point. Across the room, there was another gentleman that had a koozie with the words, I eat ass on it. My question to the gentleman who blurted the statement, I think this tastes like asshole, was, do you know what asshole tastes like? <laughs> he did not. So we asked the gentleman across the room with the koozie that said, I eat ass. He said he does know what asshole tastes like. So we invited him over to taste what we had determined tasted like asshole. And he said it did not. Be very wary of the words that you use. I know what asshole smells like, but I do not know its taste. 
my advice heading into this week, fantasy football leaguers of Fat Sunday Fantasy Football League, be wary of your words. And make sure they apply to the situations in which you lie. Beautiful. And that's all you got for me this week. And uh, Ross, appreciate your words of wisdom there. Um, are you, is, is, that, is that everything you got on your palate? No, I could probably go on for hours, but we'll have to cut it there. All righty, boys. Well, I really appreciate your time. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. On to next week. Keep those heads high. We'll, we'll talk to you then. Fat Sunday's Fantasy Football League, we're out.